0: like there's so much going on that I cannot sit around and feel bad for myself and be bummed out it's just silly um so I'm just trying to find all those positive things this podcast if you've been watching it for a few years there's been some times where I'm just like it's just so much going on it's tough for me and like I don't know what's been going on lately. I feel like so much has happened that like I've like hit a new threshold of like what stresses me out and I'm kind of just like, all right, yeah, that's just reality. I can handle that. I can handle that. But no, I'm just, I'm just really, really excited to hit this piece. I'm wondering if my dad's too big and if I'm going to get really, really high, but it's okay. I got my boys set for today. I got my goals set for today. So if I get too stony, I'll be all right. we running yeah, rocking and rolling yeah. sweet get this first dab in of the sewed get started here i cleaned my dab right the sensor the other day so i'm hoping that um it's not too spicy hopefully it's reading more accurately now because sometimes those sensors get dirty <laughs> well first dab of the day some dilato from Green Dot, salty, (coughs) cookie dough, (coughs) kind of buttery, kind of my favorite shit to smoke. Wow. What's up, everybody? And welcome to episode 128 of the podcast. We are less than a week away from the upcoming Patreon session event, which I'm ecstatic for. I've been making all sorts of big, like kind of like crazy pieces just for people to try and test out. And I'll also have stuff there to test out that's like more normal shit that you would see. Like I'll have all the different RBRs to test. I'll have five mils, but I'm also, you know, I'm gonna have things like this. I made this giant blooping bubbler yesterday for fun. It was 4th of July. We just got new, some new chucks, which is like basically like a part for a lathe for one of our bigger lathes. So I was able to like test them yesterday and I was like, I'm gonna do something fun while I get to test this new tool we have. And I just made this fun giant bubbler, which we're gonna sesh today. (laughs) absolutely (coughs) stacks those blooper perks are so different than the discs that are the unwelded the ones that are just cut with multiple small holes these are like welded in with bigger holes and they actually literally make like separate chambers when you're really smoking it it's a totally different than hit than like the regular diffusers i do but it's fun to, to to try different things and switch it up um but yeah, we're just all hands on deck right now. Whole team prepping for the event, getting ready, um, working on accessories. We're gonna have like our ISO dip stations there. We're gonna, you're gonna see so much stuff available at the event that hasn't been available online, and that's gonna be the fun thing. On top of everyone that was able to get a ticket, um, those those tickets come with that limited edition mood mat, which we're not gonna be like uh, re-releasing this specific color of this move mat. This says Patreon session number one. In the future, we might do another small batch one, but in a different color for Patreon members that couldn't make it but still want a Patreon sesh map. Uh, but the ones we have for the event are the only ones getting printed like that, in that colorway. way. Um, and, um, you know, let's say the Patreon session number one. So I'm, I'm excited to, like, share all this new stuff with everybody. And I'm really excited to fucking sesh with everybody. I've been smoking a ton of hash over the last two months, basically conditioning, getting ready for this. Um, I'm I'm back on my shit again. And you know what it might be? I feel like in the summertime, I'm better at smoking hash. In the winter, I'm better at smoking flour. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's something to do with the environment or, you know, baromatic pressures. I'm not really sure, bro. But either way, when I'm smoking hash, like, I feel like I do it a lot better in the summer. In the winter, I feel like that's when I get more of those, like, panics and, like, not feeling, like, super chill while I'm smoking hash. Like, in the summer, I can just, like, dab like I'm smoking joints. I can just, like, keep dabbing and, like, working and doing things. Maybe it's just the energy of the studio too. During the summer, everyone's just like, "It's warm. We're feeling good." Honestly, when when I'm cold, dabbing's not as good either. When I'm fucking hot and sweaty in the studio, and I'm just like, feel gross. Like I feel like I'm just hanging out with the sun because being a glass blower, it gets hot. Um, when I'm doing that, I can just smoke so much hash when I'm that sweaty because I'm already delirious from like the heat exhaustion and just the fire and everything. Like throw a little hash in there, dude. Just. You just turn it into like you just melt, but it doesn't hit the same way. It's 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 crazy because like I've pretty much been smoking hash for twelve years now, and like and gone through all different phases. I even went through a phase when my daughter was first born. I didn't smoke hash for fuck fucking almost two, like maybe a year and a half. There's a point on this podcast where I wasn't really smoking hash. I was pretty much ripping joints of uh, wedding cake the whole time. I would just be sitting here and smoke joints and talk. Um, but right now we're in the, we're in, we're back in the hash part of my story again. 'Cause I have to get ready to hang out with all my internet friends and I don't want to embarrass myself or get too high and not be able to talk to people. So I've been conditioning heavily. Um, I mean I've been I mean, it's it's gotten expensive. I mean I've been blowing through some grams, I'm gonna tell you what. But I'm investing in myself, as they say. And investing in the grams so that I can smoke the grams, get better at it, and then probably post it on the gram too. Just everything, you know? My name on my Xbox Live account was 1gram growing up because that's all I needed to have a good time. Just give me a gram of weed, bro. 1gram. That was my name. Then in World of Warcraft, it was like, I love weed was one of my character's names. And then the other one was Terps. Had a lot of characters, but those were my two weed ones. So basically just been one of those losers for a while now, you know, just, you know, I never wore the shirt with the weed leaf on it, but if you look at any of my extracurricular activities and read the names of stuff, you'll be like, that guy probably smokes weed. Um, I I was never able to pull off the weed shirts. I always felt like I was like an imposter. I was like, this isn't me. I was like, I'm not a weed guy, but I was definitely smoking weed all the time. You know, I was making pipes, growing weed, making hash, smoking weed. Whole day was weed. Wake up, smoke, and go to bed smoking. But I still felt like an imposter. I was like, I'm not a weed guy, dude. I was like, I just smoke weed sometimes, all the time. And everything I do is revolved around weed. It's crazy to see, like, what I've done in the last fucking, like, 10, 12 years of, like, smoking weed. Like, my first two years of smoking weed I was just smoking blunts. Then I found water pipes. And then I was like, wait, I want to make these. Like, it's just, like... Where I'm sitting right now and, like, all these people that work here at Bear Mountain now and this whole thing and just everything that's happened is, like, all because I was sitting in, like, with my cousin. And I was like, I don't want to smoke this weed, bro, because I'm going to really like it. I know I'm going to like it. And I'm going to just do everything about that because that's my personality. If I find something I like, I just go way too hard into it and just get obsessive. It's crazy. But... One of the side effects of being a little obsessive about what you're doing is you're able to produce and like pursue and get better at things. You know, you're able to practice it a lot because you're so obsessed that you're willing to put in an absurd amount of hours, which I've done over the last 10 years. I don't even feel like I've been a glassblower for a decade. It's a weird thing to even say. I'm like, when I thought about myself as a glassblower in a decade when I first started, like, I don't even know where I thought. I really didn't have like a big plan. I was like, a dream would be where I am now. I guess I was able to basically get to where I want But now that I'm living in the dream, I realize it's a lot of work to maintain it, too. So I'm not even sure what my next dream is with Glass. I have lots of ideas and stuff. But it's just crazy to see in the last 10 years, like, getting to this point. And this whole event we're doing, too, I feel like it's it's almost like a 10-year anniversary event, too. Like, this is Bear Mountain's 10 years. Like, we're in our new studio. Like this is just like a nice way to get together with like a handful of like our supporters and patrons like people who like have believed and supported me along the way whether it be just being a subscriber to something or actually owning a piece or just liking a post like all those were little building blocks to the story that led me to where I am right now so it's pretty um it's pretty crazy like smoking weed like life didn't here the crazy thing is i dropped out of high school before i started smoking weed like I, I had already been dropped out of high school for maybe two years before i ever tried weed and like so my teachers were like oh you're gonna drop out of high school and then you're gonna like do this and be a, like get into drugs and this and that and i definitely did the getting into the the weed part and they were right about that but i don't think they saw the other paths that can lead if you start smoking weed <laughs> like and if it works for you dude because my path led me to this crazy spot. Like I never thought being a high school dropout and everything I was dealing with at that age that I would ever even like have like a daughter or a house or a business or any of these things that define me right now as who I am today. Like I never thought any of that would be possible. I literally thought I was going to be like asking my dad for 20 bucks every Friday so I could just go hang out with some friends or do something. And then like working for a construction company as a laborer, which is, a respectable job but if you don't advocate for yourself in those jobs you can sometimes find yourself just killing yourself for really low wages so i and i knew that i wasn't like didn't have the confidence to advocate for myself so i was like i'm just gonna be like this fucking fucking laborer guy that just doesn't give a shit and just lives in upstate new york and i'm not hating on that i still have friends that are in that position but it wasn't for me like i think that like maybe when I was younger, I had enough experiences where it made me want something more out of life or a bigger perspective that made me want to have something different. And like, it's crazy that glass is getting me to the point where like I can have that family and I can have that a house for them to live in and be safe and put food on the table. Like those basic, simple things aren't that simple to achieve. Like it's super hard to find someone to like spend the rest of your life. It's super hard to like try to have kids and start a business and like try to find a way to financially support these people. So I'm super grateful that glass and like everything from like cannabis helping me with like medical stuff too. It's just like, it's really like a net positive um, that I started smoking weed. Cause like, I'm not even a drinker too. Like I don't drink beer, but like if we were all hanging out and someone had some good beer and they're like, dude, you want a beer? I'd be like, yeah, I'll have a beer. Like I'm not like not a drinker, but like I just like, for me, I never go to the store and I'm like, Oh, let's grab some beer. Like I never buy beer. I don't buy alcohol. Like, I only, I only really smoke weed, but like depending on the place and time, like I'll drink beer with people and stuff, but yeah, it's just, it's crazy. It's wild. And now we have this sesh coming up where I'm going to meet people who have been supporting me for a long time. Some new collectors, maybe in the last year, maybe in the last few years, but I know there's gonna be some people there that have been supporting me for five, six years. and um, it's just, I'm really excited to see everybody. I hope I don't fucking let everybody down. <laughs> Hopefully I do a good job. Hopefully, like, we all have a fucking blast. I think we will. I've really, my wife and I, she has gone above and beyond for this. And then I've honestly, like, think that I've done a pretty good job too. But she's thought of so many things that I didn't think of that, like, to just make this better. Um, we're going to be giving away a lot of stuff. Like, a lot. We have big sponsors for this event. I have so much product from so many different companies that my wife's putting together a bunch of goodie bags with like expensive stuff, like temp readers, Ruby Pearl co stuff, like stuff from Seven Ten, stuff from us. We're also going to be giving away RBRs and different pipes that night. I'm thinking there's going to be about 25 winners that night and it's only ticket holders and there's only 75 ticket holders. So that means that one third of the ticket holders will be leaving with something with, with value, like real value in it and something awesome that you can like, use and take and whatever on top of obviously the mat and the experiences that night we all make together and hang out. And it's only till 10, like we're not going to be raging. Like we're going to be five to 10. We're going to be eating snacks and just hanging out and chilling. Like it's going to be hopefully like a really like fun, but like not big enough where it's still like intimate enough where we all can talk and like I can share ideas and stuff like that. Like we have this fucking thing that you put the tickets in and spin so I'm going to be standing there with a mic, just fucking like spinning this cage thing and like grabbing stuff out of there, dude. like winter and this, so we're going to do the giveaways at a specific time. That way if people want to leave a little earlier or whatever, I think we're going to do them right in the middle, like like seven and then call them. It'll probably take maybe like 15, 20 minutes to call because we're giving away that much stuff. We're going to be giving away like, a whole table worth of bags and rigs and accessories and fucking everything. It's. I'm really stoked. And then on top of that, obviously, like I've talked about in multiple episodes, we'll have the whole station's with all these different crazy uh pieces set up where you can like check them out and function test them and <clears throat> all that kind of stuff. Like so even if you're not like coming here for that, like there then there's going to be a drop. Like there's going to be my first in-person drop in 4 years. Like or 3 years, something like that. Since pre- the last in-person drop was Uh, I think in like December or October of 2019, but when I say in person, literally I'd fly to the store and I'd be there and I'd be helping the shop, like with the customers and showing people the glass and like all that. Like, this is the first time I've done in a while. So I'm very excited to be like in person here, like have the glass available in the case and be able to pull it out and like show people and talk about it. And I don't even know if there's going to be people that are trying to buy stuff that night. Most people coming might just be coming just to like hang out. And that's cool too. So people that aren't going to make it, Patreon members, the next day, Sunday, you will have access to that same drop online or whatever's left available, and then we have a, a Sunday sale a week later. Um, this is a crazy month for us because of the event and everything we're doing, so the drops will still be pretty decent, but it won't be as much glass as last month. Um, and then basically the second half of this year, we got to like step it up and like kick into gear and make sure we're getting back to our consistent drops and everything again, um, because between moving into our new studio in February and then hiring a new, uh, team member and then like getting the team comfortable in here and finding our rhythm, like with like getting orders, there's been days we can't work here cause we're not used to like getting our deliveries. Like we're like, Oh shit, we forgot to get gas delivered. We forgot to call or, Oh, we're going through gas quicker now because we're all working more hours. Um, there's like a, then a big learning curve with trying to figure out how to manage and like just figure this out as a team and work together like cohesively. Um, and we're getting close. I think we're right on the cusp of, like, flipping the switch. Where we're like, all right, this is fucking Bearmount Studios. We know who does what and who's good at what. And let's put everyone in a position that they can do their best work because that's what they're best at. And, um, and I'm starting to hone all these little parts. And I feel like I'm, like, a fucking, like, Transformer-like or, like, a fucking, like, Power Rangers Megazord where, like, they're fucking taking all the parts like the arms and leg and the body and the head and you put it all together and then it becomes this fucking like big badass robot like that's where I'm at right now like like I'm the head just rolling around the room and like you know each guy's an arm and a leg and we're all just parts right now but we're trying to get come together so that we become what i've always dreamed of and being able to produce and put out like real functional daily drivers that are hitting different corners of the functional market. Cause there's a lot of great companies out there that are already doing a great job at making specific things in, in the market, but I want to bring certain things that I like when it comes to function. So in a second here, I'm gonna take a dab on this big bug. I'm excited, I have not taken a dab on it yet. The only, oh, the guy, or Cormac's taking a dab, and I think Mike's taking a dab on it. Cause I just finished it this morning. And um, I just haven't taken a dab on it yet. I was too busy. There was so much shit going on this morning. Like, I had some family stuff happen. And then, like, you know, keeping your wife calm and, you know, getting everything situated. And then sandblasting a fucking ton of clear glass, getting stuff ready for shipping. And then I never even got to smoke it. I was just running around the studio just, like, getting sweaty and crushing. And then by the time I was ready, I was like, wait, I can't take a dab on that just yet. I got to save it for the podcast now. Because if Aisha gets here like five to 10 minutes after a dab on this, we're going to have a hard time making a podcast today. It's not going to make a lot of sense. Um, but I'm pretty excited about this Bubby. It's um, like I said, it was just something I made for fun uh, yesterday because it was, we were still working yesterday, but we were doing a bunch of like sandblasting, cold working and stuff. And we just got some new uh, tools for our big lathe, So I wanted to do a little fun project. So I built this and I had, um, uh, Unplanned, but one of my guys, Mike, he was watching me do it because he just wanted to see me do these crazy welds. And he ended up being the guy like handing me tools and helping me because I'm working on this big lathe. And I got so excited and started before I had any of my tools at that station. All my tools were at the other station, a couple stations down. And I'm like working. I'm like, shit, Mike, I need this. So he basically just stood next to me the whole time, running, grabbing me tools. He was like holding stuff for me. It was because that station's not fully set up. But my fucking ADHD ass just jumps in. I'm like, I'm doing it right now. Let's go. (laughs) Like, I have none of my tools. I'm like getting it hot. And I'm like, wait, I need this. I need this. Um, It's times like that that I'm like, man, I just like how lucky am I that I have all these people around me that are just like watching and learning and like want to help and like that I just remember so many late nights being by myself in my garage for like years and years and years just like hustling and just like me I was working like it was disgusting like even my guys would like like this morning one of my guys Brandon was like talking about a story where he was like oh yeah I used to remember I'd like wake up in the middle of the night and three in the morning and not be able to sleep and I'd look and Evan's like still working and that was like my thing like whenever you're awake or when you wake up in the morning like I'm already back to it when you like are asleep in the middle of the night I'm still going because I was so determined to try and figure this shit out because there's all these functionals I want to try and now I finally have this space and the tools most of the tools I'm like pretty close to having everything I need to pursue a lot of my ideas that I've had Um, and it's all because people have been supporting the work and believing in like knowing that i'm going to bring more i have a lot more ideas and a lot of stuff i want to play around with like it would be fun to drop stuff like this but this isn't like really changing the game but this is just something you don't see that off you don't see big bubblers dude especially these ones that shred like this thing fucking functions let me do a couple dry pulls on it before i take a dab on it all right all right microphone i'll talk a little louder because i'm kind of farther away i'll try to this thing's big It's just stacks. I mean, I really didn't expect it to even stack to the mouthpiece. It doesn't have a nail or anything in it yet. Um, so once the carb cap and nails on there, the stack will probably be like really bouncing right in here. But it's crazy how much this thing stacks. And this is um basically a, it's a 16-hole gridded shower head in the bottom. So I did bigger holes so there's less grids. So, usually a shower head that's that diameter would be like a 24 hole. Um, but I did this one with just like less like small holes. I just did bigger holes. So it ended up only being 16 on there. It cut off basically eight holes. Um, but what that does is it gives you a lot more like open in the bottom. Because if this was a smaller rig, I like when the holes are a little smaller, it shreds a little hard. But with something this big, you need a lot of airflow. Um, and then I did the, th- I did three blooper discs above it uh, just, just for fun. I just wanted to shred a blooper this is like a blooper too, but it's like a bubbler and it's like it's the same shaping as like my king bubs and double diffuse bubs this is just a bigger and these are all welded in like so you know it's it's bare mountain-esque um, it's just for fun it's definitely something that I would sell in the future I could make these now that I have this new lathe all set up um, but this one was just for the party so that we all could like just have some fun session something a little different um, because like you don't often... God, this thing's kind of... It's crazy looking with water in it and shit, too. When you look at those blooper perks, it just looks like the little, like, f- fan blades on it are just, like, floating because the water fills in kind of all the gaps around it when it's submerged. I don't know. These are all the things that, like, you can't really express through videos as well as, like, when people are hanging out with me during the event and I can, like, show them and stuff. Like, I have the guys working on certain color combos because I was like, I want to show certain color combos in person because... Fucking videos don't do them justice. Like certain colors look really good, like when you can actually see them in person and like real light and like hold it in your hand. Um, so really, that's what with this event I'm trying to do is like give people an opportunity to see stuff that I never can normally show them in person. It's usually they're seen online or it's never been seen or we just don't sell them. Like I'll have the spinner caps here that have. Obviously, we'll have RBR spinner caps that you can stack. We're going to have a whole station where you can stack RBR spinner caps and try it out. But we're also... I'm going to try to have two of the RBR water spinning caps, the ones that are actually like a little rig, basically, um, for anyone that wants to get into some real fuckery. And I'll have um, those set up here, too, for testing. Um, Because we're going to have a whole carb cap station, basically, with accessories where you can either... step. If you... Sorry, guys. Oh, my God. I'm just having one of those moments right now where it's like I'm getting ahead of myself. And my body's like, dude, we have no functions we have to do, like, you know. But I don't want to be having body functions happening during the pot. So I'm fighting it. It's trying to fight me back. But, yeah, we're going to have a whole accessory station where there's, like, all the accessories on stands where you can either try stacking caps or you can try the water spinning cap or you can try our flat caps or our regular spinners. That way, if, like, in the future you potentially want to scoop something... You have an idea of how that functions or what it feels like. And um, we're going to have like different prototypes out with little like name tags next next to them in the year it was made. So if you're not familiar with a certain prototype you may see, you'll see the name and the date on there. Because this might be from before you were collecting my work or following me. Like, as I have been doing this a decade now. And that sounds crazy, dude. When I started blowing glass, I was like, when I met someone that had been blowing glass for 10 years, especially a 10-year pipe maker, I was like dude, like, whoa, that's, what is it even, how, that's so long, but I was, like, you know, 22 years old, 23 years old, so, like, that's, like, half my life, so, to me, I'm like, that's so long, but, like, now 10 years feels like, it feels like a chapter, and less of, like, this super long thing that happened, that could be the side effect of smoking cannabis the whole time, Um, so, you know, maybe that part of my life would have seemed longer, and, you know, but I've, I, I was... I've been awake for the last 10 years so much. Like, I've been awake so much for the past 10 years. Like, and some people might say, oh, I, like, maybe they'd wear it differently, but I haven't slept much in the last 10 years. No, I'm just telling people, dude, I've been awake. I've been living. I've been, my eyes have been open a lot for the last 10 years, staring at fire and staying up all night and just listening to fun documentaries or movies or podcasts and going through a lot of mental ups and downs with this um but like anything you love and do if you're consumed by it and doing it all the time any little thing that goes sideways in it will feel like your whole life is going sideways that's why it's good to have hobbies and different things you're doing so if whatever you're working on is not going well take a break and work on something else that's not related to be healthier so i am gotta get some hobbies this year what i've been doing at night couple night, like two nights a week is all i'm dedicating to it right now and it's so crazy to have like your wife support what i'm about to tell you guys where she's like i'm really proud of you that you're doing this and like i'm happy you're doing this like she'll like tell me she like loves me I'm like oh i'm so happy you're doing this it makes me feel good like in the morning stuff and what i've been doing is, is so i i take a, a couple grams of hash and i put them on my coffee table in front of me and my wife just bought a nintendo switch so i turn on that nintendo switch i got this new zelda game and i just start cutting logs and gluing stuff together and i'm gluing things and i'm doing little quests and stuff and i'm like you know what this is dope and i don't care if it means nothing because i'm not gonna get anything out of that video game but i'm doing something else besides just thinking about what i have to do with my business or like the next style piece i'm designing or drawing like even though like For years, I was like, that's all you do all the time. Like, I've been doing it for, like, 10 years now. So I'm like, okay, like, I need to, like, at least, like, from, like, 10 to midnight twice a week, like, four hours a week, late night by myself. I need to have some alone time just, like, play a video game or something and just chill out. Because I'm – it's just – if you do the same thing all the time, even if you're obsessed and love it, it's, like – It's not good for you. You have to fucking do some other stuff. So I'm trying to take the right steps so that I don't turn into a crazy person because every big glass floor, every person that's ever watched me grind, they're like, oh, you're going to burn yourself, burn yourself out. I've never felt like that. But I do feel myself losing grip sometimes of my ability to control like emotions and stuff. And I'm like, this is new. I'm like, what is this all about? And I think it's literally just being overworked and stuff so so that I'm not sensitive and emotional I'm trying to take some time to rest do some fun things get my mind off work um as much as I'm obsessed and love what I'm fucking doing it's like I have to tell myself I have to give my myself almost time out it's like time out time Evan go fucking cut some trees down glue them together build a raft find a way across that little little river but yeah dude the new Zelda game is pretty sick It's my point dude and we've been playing Mario Kart with the kiddo dude it's so fun dude like Playing video games with your kid, dude, it's so fun. Like, even if they suck, I just get stoked. I just get stoked when she just finishes the race. Like, she's been a couple times. She's gotten, like, you know, a place, like, not last place. Like, gotten a couple up or whatever. And I'm just like, but, like, even when she just finished, I'm like, you're four years old. You just fucking raced Mario Kart with me. I'm just, like, sitting here with you, like, high-fiving and stuff. Like, forget about it, dude. I think this is, like, what dad's. If dads can make it through those first few years of a kiddo, then it gets, like, dad time. It's like, whoa, dude, this is cool. Like, fuck yeah, bro. Like, those first few years, like, you love them and you get sad when they're gone. And you're like, damn it, like, did I miss out? Did I do enough? Like, as a parent, you think all these things. But there's just also this feeling where, like, nice. Like, I can have a conversation with you. I can, like, say something to you and you're, like, reacting to it. Like... Dude, when they're like, even for the first six months with kids, bro, they're like, they just stare at you with these eyes like you don't even exist. And they just look, at least my daughter, dude, I was like, I was like, do you even see? I was like, are you looking through me? Like, I don't even know what you're thinking. Like, you're just like this fucking like little meatball that just I have to keep alive. And you just don't even give me, all you do is cry. What is happening? And then they get to an age where they're like, I want to go do this. or so they want to do things. And it's more than just like. Playing dollhouse or princess, which I'm down to do. We fucking, I fucking am good at playing pretend, doing all that shit, bro. Especially take a little derp, go play a little dollhouse, bro. I'm getting into it, dude. Um, but yeah, now she at the age she wants to do this, it's like, she wants to go out and do, like, sports stuff, like, actually, like, do shit or, like, fucking play, like, video games and stuff. I'm like, this is fucking sick, dude. It's just dope. Um, I'm stoked I made it this far, bro, dude. It's like, dude, growing up, oh my god. Last blowing has brought me so much. So many life lessons have been learned. What should we dab for this giant thing? I got some, a fresh gram of hazelnut cream, which the hazelnut cream is probably one of my favorites from Dab Logic right now. And then there's papaya. I'm not going to hit it with papaya because papaya will ruin the rig. It'll make the whole thing taste like papaya. We're going to do hazelnut cream, I think. And some people are like, oh, like, is you even going to taste it with a rig this size? Bro, I'm going to taste the fuck out of it, dude. This thing, are you kidding me? Like, dude... This is a pocket rig, bro. This is direct. But seriously, no, this thing shreds. Um, It doesn't really have that much water in it for the type of perk that's in it. You could run way w- lower water level. I was trying to max out the water level to where I can like have it stacking up all the way to the top pretty much. While still like being able to enjoy it and not like, pull like my lungs are going to rip out of my chest. I cannot wait to see people try to smoke the six-foot RBR, dude. I'm debating making another one with a bit bigger funnel. Um, so that if someone pulls super, super hard, like we don't have someone accidentally drink a little water cause the amount of pressure that's made on the six footer, it like, it's crazy. And I think it needs a little bit fatter funnel, but I don't know if I have time to do it, but I have to, you know what I mean? Like I am going to be up so late for the next week and a half because there's so much I want to show everybody. I'm like, I feel like I'm having all my best friends come over to my house for the first time that I've met at school recently. And I'm just like, dude, like, I got to get this ready. I show them this. I have this game out. Like, I'll, cause I, I want to curate the experience. I want them to be like, oh, this one time in my life, I went and hung out with this dude, Evan. And he just like had all this shit, like all these rigs and all these crazy things he wanted me to try. Realistically, most people aren't probably going to be able to make it through the gauntlet, which will be everything I'll have set up. Like there will be a couple kids. There's gonna be a guy here named Shaman that's gonna. I'm think I, he will shock you. The, the ability he has to consume. Smoke, and and uh, things that create smoke, um, but man, he he just, is shocking. I watched him. I just I, I he. He smokes in a way where nail technology hasn't caught up to him yet. And by what I mean is, is that he can't find a nail that could possibly keep it hot enough to give him an adequate hit on the size dabs. When you're putting a 5 gram dab, when you're taking 5 grams of hash on a dab, right, it looks like, kind of looks like a fucking uh, meatball. Uh, it would look about, about, about like maybe like a smaller size meatball if you put 5 grams on this. When you put that, I don't care what type of nail is, an nail or anything, it's going to have a hard time keeping the element hot enough where it's gonna like you'd have but he'll take him red hot too because when we when i saw him do that the dude put it on like the hottest nail ever it was like 2010 all over again bro and it was like damn dude if it ain't red it ain't ready he went in while it was ready like as soon as the torch came off boom went right in and he put it on that giant fucking nail i have like the giant nail it was crazy he like literally the amount of reclaim going through the rig while he was hitting it I was watching, it almost looked like a time lapse was happening of a rig being smoked all day by a group of people happening in front of me in seconds, like just watching just the reclaim grow through the pump station. Like, we're going to have probably 10 gallons of ISO here, because we're going to be switching out ISO jars, we're going to have them everywhere, but I'm probably going to have to clean rigs throughout the the night to make sure that shit is like, because like, if people like him roll up and they're like, oh, I'm going to throw three grams through this real quick, well that three gram dab might get crazy after, you know, twenty-five people have already hit it. And now you're putting a three gram dab through some milk water. Ugh. I'm excited to figure out how to figure all that out. Alright, taking a dab. <laughs> taking a dab. It's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be a good time. We'll have food here. There's gonna be you know, we'll have like free drinks and stuff. We'll just have coolers that will just keep filling. Like we're going to costco or sam's club or some shit. one of the guys is going in with the the company card and he's gonna get a lot of drinks mostly water though i told like like we can have some like you know powerade or some sodas or some shit there but like mostly water though because i think there's going to be probably at least a third of the people coming are from out of state and if you're from out of state and you're 21 plus and at some point while in colorado you decide to consume cannabis uh, you're going to feel the effects of altitude and dehydration a lot quicker than you would where you're from so i think we're going to try and just keep mostly as much water as possible on deck so people can just stay hydrated and feeling good so we want people getting altitude sickness you know you know there's no alcohol or anything at the event not that we're anti-alcohol we just we're just going to have like you know non-alcoholic drinks there for everybody my guys might have a beer in the fridge that they want to drink while they're hanging out i don't know but that's up to them but I'll have that hydration and I'll have some cool glass to look at and we can hang out and tell stories. I might be repetitive though, because if you've been watching the podcast for a long time, you might hear me tell a story already told on the pod, but that's cause I'm not that interesting, but I love making glass and I love the people who appreciate looking at the glass. So I'm going to warm this up now. Um, and I'm going to have to hold this to take the dab. So it actually fits on camera and stuff. And cause I can, I've stand on my tippy toes to hit this off the table. Things ridiculous like this, I talked to my wife about one of the stations I wanted to have at this event, but we were not doing it because the lift that I wanted to get for it's like too big. So I wanted to get this. If you guys watched me build the studio, I wanted to get a scissor lift. Um, They go up to like about 20 foot. And I wanted to build like a tube that was like basically as high as our ceiling in here, which is like 16 foot. So I wanted to build a a straight tube, like a flower tube about that big. And then basically what you would do is you get on the scissor lift and you put a harness on for safety and you lock into the scissor lift and then a scissor lift operator, which would be me, probably. I bring us up top, and we go up to the ceiling. And then you hit the tube from up there, and we have someone down at the bottom. Like, like I want, eventually, to do events like that, where you have to go up on a scissor lift and hit a 20-foot straight tube. Like, like I, want, uh, I, want some, I want to have a hammer at the event that's literally a 10-foot-long mouthpiece on the hammer that looks like you're playing one of those things that they play in the Swiss Alps or some shit. But, like, your friend has to light it for you. Or you have a wicked long stick or something, it's like a game, like, I just want adult fun, like, like, smoking games and stuff in the future, I just want to have a silly time, like, when I was, like, really, like, drinking beer and stuff back in the day, when I was, like, quite a bit younger, um, I got it all out of my system early, because I had, I think, so much fun, um, but we used to play so many fun games, like, I feel like just the fun of the games and then the getting drunk was the side effect. Like it was like, you know, it wasn't even like the mango, I just liked the, all the fun games and then like getting silly with your friends. And then you hit the point where you're like, Oh dude, I got too silly. I don't feel so good. Like, you know, and then you come back later and I don't know, it's fun. But I, I always wanted to see something like that with like, you know, cannabis friendly stuff, even though it depends where you sit on the spectrum with cannabis. Like I am a medical marijuana patient. So I see the medical benefits, but I'm also human and I can see the recreational benefits to things too. And people like having fun and enjoying experience together. And, And so, I mean, it depends where you sit. If you agree with people wanting to like have fun with cannabis that way, some people may see it being disrespectful to cannabis. Some people are like, fuck yeah, like it's a party. I sit somewhere in the middle where I can see the benefits of something. And I can also see like, like the physical benefits and I can also see the benefits of just making a good experience and having a good time a memory. You know what I mean? So let's warm this shit up, try to make a memory or forget a couple, you know, either way. This is where this blazer's at at this point. But don't worry, we have like eight or 10 brand new blazers for the event. I got, Temp Tech sent me 10 of their brand new temp readers. Like so many temp readers, we'll have ISO jars, all filled with fresh, clean alcohol. We have nails from Evan Shore. Um, Me, I'm making stuff too, obviously. The team is working on different accessories and custom colors for stuff for the event. It'd be sick to have a section at the event where we could sell, where we're selling stuff where people could basically, like, I could have color laid out and you could pick your color for your clear with colored lip wrap right there and be like, that would be sick because then we could just make a list right there, like, oh, you want this? All right, we ship it in two weeks, but you can pick your color at Bear Mountain Studios for your colored lip wrap and cap and shit. Oh, uh, there's so much opportunity out there to do things like this. Just got to find a way that it's appropriate and I got to put a fucking insert in there before I heat the same but we got to find a way where in the future, like this is a, what's the pulse on there? Damn, what did I do? Oh wait, there's a second now. Whatever. We'll use a pearl. Ruby Pearl Co. Sent me a bunch of sick stuff. I've really been liking the pillars and stuff they sent me. Um, I just don't have one right here, so I'm just going to use this little fucking marble, um, heat solway. but I've been liking those Ruby, Ruby Pearl inserts. They've sent us a bunch of testers because we might in the future, like have an option on our website where you can either get the borosilicate ones, or we can send you the quartz or the Sapphire ones for your slurpy sets or slurpy marbles, like obviously people will want to match the stuff if they're displaying it, but if you're actually using it, you might prefer the hit of like the quartz inserts over the borrow. Cause borrow is not as um, durable as the quartz and doesn't hold heat the same. So we're going to, we're working into having those options on our website where you can really like, say you buy a cap, you can really pick what you want. Like you can get the matching stuff or you can get, you know, full quartz like accessories to go with your cap. That way the, all the inserts you're using are quartz. Like we're, we're doing so many different things right now that like, I'm hoping by the time all this shit launches that like you know the industry and everybody is like ready for it. I hope they're stoked. It's just taking me so fucking long. I do things pretty quick for where we're at, but at the same time it's still not quick enough. I feel like i I wish where I'm at right now, I wish I was at three years ago um you because know, it was it would have I would have been able to like. Take on way more and be able to give my community way more stuff, like to you know, collect and that, but that's okay, all in time. And um, I'm just excited that we got we're here right now, dude. This is fucking crazy. Like to have a studio I come to every morning, it's been bittersweet not being home all day and like be able to just go inside and see my wife or like. Hang out with my dogs because I haven't been bringing the dogs here. My plan was originally to have the dogs here all the time, but it's just hard here. It's like it's really hot and it's fucking not really a great place to take them to go to the bathrooms. There's a lot of concrete everywhere. Like, and my dog won't shit if it's on concrete. He has to shit in grass. Like, he'll just hold it. And I don't want my dog holding his shit all day and being uncomfortable. So, like, he's just been hanging out at home with Cass. Him and my wife have gotten really close though. Like, Bane for a couple years was not like. He got weird. He was like only wanted to be around me or whatever and like wouldn't want to hang out with Cass. And then since I've been working here since February, um he's just gotten really, really close with Cass. And like, it's just nice to see their relationships gotten really good. But I do. I miss hanging out with my dog all day. Um Now I hang out with him all night and on the weekends. But I used to, you know, from morning to night, which is my little my homie was next to me. But, you know. Change is necessary. Change is good. Change is life. It's what it is. Nothing bad has happened. And and me, I think it's only been net positives. Even if there's been a lot of emotional stuff that has given me, given me the perspective that I'm having a bad day. Um, if you take the emotion out of most situations and really analyze it, a lot of the time you can find the net positive. Um, and that's all I'm seeing these days. Because I got a fucking four-year-old little girl that's about to be five. She's about to start kindergarten. Like, tch. She's a fucking zoo camp right now, dude. Like there's so much going on that I cannot sit around and feel bad for myself and be bummed out. It's just silly. Um, so I'm just trying to find all those positive things. This podcast, if you've been watching it for a few years, there's been some times where I'm just like, it's just so much going on. It's tough for me. And like, I don't know what's been going on lately. I feel like so much has happened that, like, I've, like, hit a new threshold of, like, what stresses me out. And I'm kind of just like, all right, yeah, that's just reality. I can handle that. I can handle that. But, no. I'm just I'm just really, really excited to hit this piece. I'm wondering if my dab's too big and if I'm going to get really, really high. But it's okay. I got my boys set for today. I got my goals set for today. So if I get too stony, I'll be all right. Okay, sweet, we're almost there already. Okay. We get situated here. i to tippy-toe just a little bit because this thing is huge. Oh, God. I still got it one clear, and the first hit. Basically got it all. <coughs> wow, that was smooth. I can't believe all that smoke was basically went in on the first hit though, because when I went to hit that the second time, I like blew out like nothing. That was crazy smooth. That was a big dab for me too. Well. Wow, that was, like, super smooth. That was fucking awesome, dude. Oh, my God, I'm so excited to smoke this today. Wow, the flavor was so good. That was... <coughs> I'm going to prove... We're going to prove people wrong at the event. You can get good flavor on big pieces. Granted, you'll probably get more of your concentrate on a smaller piece. Because no matter what, with something bigger, it sticks to things it goes up as it goes up, whatever. But that just means you get to feel really powerful and take bigger dabs on pieces like these, and they'll only hit you like you took a small dab on a small piece. If they're this much airflow, like this thing, this thing is a fucking wow, dude! I didn't think it was gonna work that good. I knew it was gonna work, but like the way it hits, like it's actually smokeable. Like I could sit and sesh this thing. And if I wasn't doing a dab video, I would just hit it like this, bro. It's like a couch couch rig. You know, you're hanging off the couch and you're just smoking, watching a show. Dude, that hazelnut cream is crazy tasting. Oh my god, it's so weird. It's like, there's a sweetness to it as well, but there's a gassiness, like, funky foot smell to it. Maybe that's the hazelnut. I don't even know but I don't know if I get hazelnut on it but it's funky creamy gasp that is good wow you know it's already been an exciting morning not even noon yet wow what a day what a day already you know got a lot ahead of me my daughter's at zoo camp right now we signed her up for the special camp she gets to go to our uh local zoo up it's like literally in like the front range of the mountains it's absolutely gorgeous and she gets to like learn about how to take care of the animals and like most of the animals at our zoo are animals that have like disabilities whether they're like we're rescued and are missing like a limb that may be crucial to them surviving on their own in the wild or like there's a lot of circumstances but there's a lot of it's crazy how many disabled animals there are out there that are exotic or wild animals but our zoo takes care of a lot of those and our kiddo's up there today just learning all about them and spending some time learning how to be a zookeeper we signed her up with some of her friends from school because because we actually talk to parents and coordinate it's crazy we're like antisocial for the last 10 years and awkward as fuck and then as soon as you have a kid you're like nope i gotta be social because you can't be weird you can't be a weird parent that doesn't talk to him. You. you gotta you gotta talk to other parents you gotta go with know what's going on with your kid's life and the people around them the parents their kids like you got to communicate with people and luckily my wife does a great job of that so she coordinates and you know tells all the parents hey we should sign up our daughters for this we should do that and cassie's just such a boss i wish she knew it it's hard you know like i feel like that's almost a lot of people i come encounter with now or i meet nowadays are like have a hard time recognizing that they are doing a great job a lot of people are really hard on themselves and they're like oh man i'm not doing good enough here i'm not doing good enough here like last night, like, uh, when I was, I actually like went to bed with the fam. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna freaking go to bed tonight. It's Fourth of July. I don't have any gas. Like, we don't get delivery till tomorrow. I'm just gonna. I can't work anyways. There's no way to work without gas. So, and then like my wife starts stressing about some shit, and I was like, we're literally laying in our bed right now, comfortable watching fucking TV, like. There's nothing you can do about if something's wrong with your brakes or something's wrong with your car right now. It's fucking ten thirty at night. So why are you worrying about it? Do you don't even know? Like, tomorrow, the alien invasion might happen, and fuck your car. Like, it doesn't matter anyways. Like, you know, who knows? Like, like that late-night anxiety that some people get, and I used to get it too, but, like, you really almost have to, like, give in and just go, you know what? I have little to no control over anything except for the reality I'm in right now. And if you're laying in bed, warm and comfortable at night, watching a show, then you're winning. You're literally winning. Right there in that reality, in that moment, you're fucking winning. So, what I used to do when I was younger, it was kind of extreme. But I used to, when I would help me go to bed, when I was like, it had been anxiety and shit. and This is before weed. I would like pretend in my head of like, oh, dude, there's like, like zombie apocalypse is happening, and like I've been running for like three weeks trying to find a safe place to rest and I'm always stressed out because there's always a zombie and I finally found this bed and now I'm going to rest and then when I would get into that mental state I would just pass the fuck out because I'm like oh my god it's the most comfortable bed ever then I started doing that with everything like every shower I took I'd be like I haven't showered in three weeks been running from zombies (laughs) like and then it's the best shower ever dude like it's crazy how much your imagination and just having our ability to create, like, weird realities in our, in our head, like, this is, like I said, all pre-weed. I'm gonna get into, real quick, the negative side of weed with that same, that same creativity and, you know, imagination. But it's cool how we, like, can create, like, just realities in our mind. But then when you start smoking weed, sometimes that can take you down a dark path where you create a reality where you think, like, oh no, like, this person doesn't like me, or this is happening, when no one's actually thinking about you, no one really cares what you're doing, like, but in your head you're like oh my god all these people care and they think about this and think this about me that's that's one of the things with like weed it's a slippery slope if you're creative and got a big imagination you smoke weed and if you're in a little bit of that like leaning towards the negative side anxiety you're gonna you can go down a slippery slope where people have those freak outs and those freak outs aren't even reality because once you wake up the next day and like the edible wore off or whatever wore off like you realize you're like what was i that wasn't even reality dude like I should have just played some Mario Kart and like ate a snack. Like what was happening? Like that was crazy. Like and it's all the mind, dude. Shit's powerful. But that's why psychedelics are interesting cuz they really tap into that extremely powerful organ that's inside our head. Pretty crazy, bro, making reality or is it just receiving reality, dude? Like I think I think we're just little fucking radio receivers. That's why I think, like, simultaneously, there's, there's Evans in all different forms across the galaxy, like, everywhere. Just, like, whatever being evolves to a point where it can receive this level of wave of consciousness, and then it receives it, and then it lives in that reality. You know, because the brain is creative, that consciousness is creative enough to, you know, figure out a way to adapt. Humans, we adapt like crazy, bro. We adapt heavily. And then even can be in the worst situation and try to find some positive to conquer our brain telling us we're in a bad there's like, it's it's just crazy and now I've smoked too much weed already for today this bong really brought me to a weird place but it's the end of the episode, so that's alright we did it, episode 128 hope you guys are excited to see more of me um, coming up in like a week fuck dude, and I think, um our producer Ajah is gonna be able to be there for a, a bit of it so we'll be able to get some footage from that um and we'll make like a little edit or a little like clip thing just like of some of the party and some of the events and stuff so if you didn't make it we'll share it on here and patreon first um so anyone that patreon didn't make it can watch it and check it out and i'll do some lives that night on patreon as well so if you didn't make it we'll throw up some cameras and do like some lives like you know streams or whatever of like certain stations and what's going down um but yeah Thank you so much, everybody. We do have a Sunday sale coming up in about two and a half a week or two weeks from this date. So, yeah, not sure the exact date, but it's a Sunday two weeks from now, and I'll post that date here soon. Should be on our website already. Um, and That's bmsglass.com. It's the same website. You can sign up for our newsletter. That way you get email updates about the drop, and you can communicate with Cassie, which... Is much better because she actually knows all the dates. She's a customer service. She hel- she helps and does absolutely everything. I just make the pipes, and I got a bunch of ideas. So thank you so much, everybody. Hope you have a great day, and I will see you next time. It's episode one twenty eight. Whoa! I drank my coffee. Must have meant I was chatty. Oh, oh chatty. Whoa.